Labyrinth. Come in. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to witness is no illusion. And now we got the bass banging from here to Buckingham Palace. They're all moving. Hi, welcome to whatever number this is. Uh, just a quick heads up, uh, I'm releasing interviews. If you looked at my Instagram story, I have interviews with Sway Archer, uh, the beautiful Bia, Divya, Jesse McQueen, or Jesse Mack, uh, and a couple other people. Uh, and I'll be releasing them, including this man, Randy Bino. And what's great about Randy is the fact that he does so fucking much. He just started, like, putting up YouTube videos almost daily, like reaction videos, funny videos, his diss videos on Instagram are amazing. And he also, at the end of this, I'm putting a, a track, he's a part of a rap group called The Fox Pack, I believe. All the links will be in the bio below, or in the description, sorry. But thank you very much, I'm trying to get out all these interviews, because they're from like, June and July and... Hey Simon! We're fucking them up, turning them cycles Everybody rock, let's bring the house down To rubble and dust, cause we'll be fucking it up Somebody say you Like, I, my sister actually watched this Instagram live and said she really enjoyed that and that was probably her favorite one And it was her birthday a couple days ago, but whatever Doing no nighters, no days off, great hands and a little blow weight loss I predict, I predict, I predict, I predict Disturbing London got the whole city panicking But yeah, uh, me and Randy are like, he's one of the reasons that um, He's one of the reasons that I would want to do uh, Get the second bedroom for my apartment It's the fact that I can have the podcast studio and video set up at all times And I can invite my buddies over I can record something every day And also have the space I was promised to have and prove, but also, if I dedicate that much time, strong wins. Uh, if I dedicate or uh, if I add that extra expense, I should work harder to make up for it because I'll need to pay that bill every month. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it. I'm very, uh, very excited about the future potentials on stuff, but uh, I finished this. This is. Uh, the intro uh, tomorrow after work I will be recording uh, the what brings you happiness podcast and the inspirations podcast and starting next Wednesday I will be doing a uh, our three-part Nova Scotia adventure from a year ago myself Gabriel Fuerza, Alexia Nicole and pretty Ricky the first one we go over the Nova Scotia trip and then the next two is about five hours of conspiracy theory talk and some real conversations if pretty Ricky doesn't uh, if he doesn't listen to uh, the raw files I sent him, he will, uh, his honest opinion of himself will be out there. So that's my little pressure on him. I feel like a witch is going to sneak up on me right now. But <clears throat> once again, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the podcast. Have a great morning. Have a good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Just have a good day. Have fun. I sincerely appreciate all of you. Thank you for the support. I know I'm rushing this, but I just got to get to it, get to it, get to it. But. Thank you very much. Uh, I will talk to you all very soon. Thank you again. Enjoy this uh, interview and chat. Bye. I predict an earthquake up in here. Say yeah. I predict an earthquake up in here.
Cause we throw bombs on it, throw bombs on it Just smash something, yes, much for me Hey, yes to come in for this. Yeah, I'm interviewing Randy Bino for this. Uh, I'm, I'm bald now, again. I have shaved. Hello, Amy. How are you doing? This this weather shit. Uh, that dry rain. It's a motherfucker. Hello, Aaron. Jay. My dog's just staring at me. Hello, Jamie. Uh, from the corner, just like, why are you talking to yourself? She just wants to be cuddled. Uh, so how's everyone enjoying the day? I'm good. Uh, hello, Sam. There's Randy. Let me send him an invite. Boom, boom, boom. Here. Boom. Hello, Brandon. I don't know if that's thunder or someone's truck. Hey! Hey! What's going on, buddy? Nothing much. The weather's shit. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm doing... I just noticed, holy crow, sheets of rain. Yeah. Just a while ago. You're still in Brampton, right? Actually, I'm in Etobicoke now. Okay, I was going to say, because our rain stopped like five minutes ago. I was like, <laughs> how is it raining like five blocks away from me? <laughs> So yeah. in Etobicoke, let's start there. In Etobicoke, with the girl. Yes, ma'am. Yep, we living Aww. together. Aww. Yeah. Introduce yourself because it's gonna go on my podcast also. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, I'm Randy. Y'all don't know Randy Bino, uh, wrestler, uh, boxer. More importantly, more importantly, friend of Albright. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Thank you for that. Uh, so, so how have you been enjoying the quarantine? Honestly, like every okay, not like everybody, but like a lot of people, I was re I really enjoying it actually because it was an opportunity to kind of get away from a lot of the noise that comes from like you know regular life and society and all these demands of doing things and scheduling and all these things that you have to do that you kind of get back to kind of what's important at first, like not not necessarily the things that you feel like you have to do, but the things that you kind of want to do. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of things that you. Always wanted to, if you had enough time, where you wish you'd be able to get back to, you know, you know, to get on a, you know, whether it's a better workout schedule, whether it's doing stuff creatively, whether it's, you know, like just working on your craft. So yeah. I was able to do a lot of that, but too much of anything could kind of get a little bit stagnant. You know, the, at some point you, you got to be like, okay, I just want to, I just want to hang out with people again. You what know, was, I don't, I don't what like... was your point for that? Hmm. I think it was when. I think maybe maybe about two and a half, two months in, I think I was like, okay. you know what? There's, there's a lot of birthdays, a lot of stuff going on, mm. and it was like, or, or people having children, and it's like, huh? I want to see them, goddammit. it! Like, <laughs> I, I don't have to overthink a hug and all this. I'm a, you know me, you know I'm a hugger. Yeah. yeah. So you know that's very difficult for me. This whole, this is uh, that was, oh man, that's too much. 
You're like, I can't do what I want to do. Shit. Yeah, it's it was terrible, especially with my grandmother, man. I can't barely hug my grandmother, man. You have, you have, guys have no idea how cute my grandmother is, man. So, okay, let's, because I'm one of the people that every time I win a championship, I take a photo of it with my nana. She's the only one in my family that I actually care about. Right. Oh. I, I've barely seen her in the past three months because I'm still working. Oh, and man. legitimately, I don't want to be the reason my nana dies. Right. So uh, have you been able to see yours, though? Honestly, I have, um, and it was kind of a thing where, honestly, there is a situation that um, my family actually we were going through where I had to be around a lot. Um, uh, so basically, um, my mother uh, actually passed during quarantine. And my condolences. She, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, she was actually she was dealing with um, pancreatic cancer, oh, and um, yeah, it's something that she was dealing with um, for a while, and things kind of. It was very difficult because um, that actually took up, a, obviously, a whole lot of what was going on and, and stuff. And so, like, it was difficult of uh, dealing with that. And, with like, the quarantine was, you know, a difficulty or something to get over uh, yeah. with during all of that because, of you know, sometimes she had to be over and we couldn't be visit. You know, there wasn't, you know, there was limitations that you couldn't go to the hospital and yeah. whatnot. And so, and it was a back and forth. So, like, I literally had to be there. But... On the other hand, too, I was the fact that we were all on quarantine. I was able to be with her the entire time. Yeah. You know, it would have been it would suck because me and my girlfriend were planning on taking a trip to Jamaica mm -hmm. for, in March before all this went down. And, you know, it would have been horrible if, like, you know, I was gone or stuck there. Yeah. You know, because if, and I couldn't get back and you know to be with her during all of that. So, you know, very difficult time, hardest thing I've ever had to deal with in my life. But, you know, I, um, I'm. I'm doing, I say I'm doing really well. Um, I got a great support system. My family's doing really well. And, um, you know, like I, I do believe I'm, I'm satisfied with everything, knowing that she doesn't have to do, deal with any of that yeah. difficulty anymore. And any, any of the stuff that we have to deal with on this planet, she's free from all that stuff. You know, I'm satisfied. I know she's Especially really in good. the past like month. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. She doesn't need to deal with that crap anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, it's just, uh, just a matter of, uh, just getting through my own pain. So, yeah. which, um, you know, taking it one day at a time. Well, so I, my thing where it's a bunch of people reached out to me and like rookies and fans, because like I wrestle a shit ton, but like I wrestle mm -hmm. a bunch cause I don't want to be home. Now I'm forced <laughs> to be home. I get to hang out with my pets though. I get to like sleep properly. I go to work every day, but it wasn't until. Uh, Wait a second. You're sleeping. Mr. Red, Mr. Red Bull, Mr. Monster. White Energy Monster. Gets White Monster. Don't say that. White word. Monster. Yes. Oh, man. I don't know about that name. but <laughs> Well, okay. So here's the funny thing, man. I can tell you this. So, because okay. fans will give me White Monsters because, like, I don't sleep and I need the energy. And when they give me a bunch, I pass them around to the boys or whoever else wants one. But, but the thing is, because I wear the White Wolf mask, every right. now and then, like, even a couple people be like, oh, you should interpret, it, interpret that into your gimmick or put on a shirt. And I'm like... If I called myself the white monster Holden Albright, I don't think that will fly. I mean, uh, I, I'm willing to try to co-sign to help you out, but I mean, you I know. Want, I don't even want some yeah. to be printed. I'm okay. That's an idea floating around. Yeah, that's what, yeah. That's what PR training is for. Legitimately. Well, so it's not even PR training. It's being a decent person. It's literally... You shouldn't have to think, oh, well, this doesn't affect me. If someone tells you something, especially uh, mm -hmm. the last four or five days in the wrestling world, if someone yeah. admits mm -hmm. their story, don't immediately go, 
well, that guy was nice. Go, oh my God, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah. Lend a shoulder for them to cry on, pat them on the back, give them a virtual hug. That's and then true. worry about the other stuff after. Make sure this person feels safe. Because the That's moment the anyone makes anyone feel unsafe, fuck you. Get the way, get away from us. Yeah. If I could, like, you know, expand on that. I think the problem with when people hear things like this, and honestly, you're right. Like, in the last, you know, i say month or so, people have gotten a lot better with that as, as a whole. But we tend to, like, inject ourselves into what someone else's message, what they're trying to say. Like, because we didn't experience something or because we don't see something to be how they perceive it or or what their reality is doesn't mean that their reality isn't true no. you know I, I know a lot of people like for example for everything that's going on it's the same thing it's like well i've never seen it like that i never experienced something like that well okay well but they did you know yeah. and it's like it's, you you lose nothing in fact you gain a lot more from listening and just see and just you know yeah, like you learn from not only your own experience but from other people's experiences and it, they don't have to be it doesn't matter what their background is like if it, if like just because you know the i know a lot of this movement takes traction because a lot of big time athletes or big names in the business are also supporting the movement but it also should be considered with people that aren't necessarily in position like your background your past shouldn't be all of you know what's considered when you know taking in a piece of information like it's should all be kind of considered and then evaluated and like you kind of see before you kind of comment because that's why i see a lot of these things i kind of see a bit of everything but i don't really like do i don't really comment too much until i kind of just you know wait to see and, and yeah. evaluate validate things i read something that was like it it said 10 give yourself 10 seconds to answer a question because it gives you time to think you're not naturally going off on it immediately and sometimes yeah. instincts are good but if you just pause and elaborate or just look at that, your instincts in that 10 seconds, A, you'll seem super smart to the person you're talking to because you can tell you're thinking. But then also, if you don't know, you can be like, oh, I, I don't know, instead of needing that approval or opinion immediately. Right. And I also think if, if you have an opinion and that opinion's already out there, or if a lot of people are putting that same opinion, I don't think you really... Because that's the thing with the social media. Everyone wants to put a status out. Everyone wants to put like a their thought at. Because you know everybody, everybody wants to know what what Sam, Joe, and Dick and Harry wants to deals about everything. My like, biggest pet peeve is if someone passes away, especially a celebrity, and then people mm -hmm. go off. Oh, rest in peace, this person. But they never met them or, or anything. And it's like, what if that person was a horrible person? But also, if you didn't know this person, I want to hear from their children. I want to hear from their significant other. Like, sure, Kobe Bryant died, and you see a lot of people come out of these stories or how it affected them. Mm -hmm. He died with a daughter. I want to hear his wife. She just celebrated yeah. Father's Day, and he had a kid on the way that he never saw. Like, Right. That's 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 a lot to consider. You're right. Yeah, it's, that was tricky. I know, and the and thing is, certain people, like certain household names, like they kind of hit everybody, like, and as a whole, because you just kind of know about them, and if they're really good at what they do, like Kobe is like, Probably like a lot of people say he's top five ever in basketball, and that's all they do. So, yeah, if having him as a household name for so long and that kind of being gone and not living in like you're, if you're, if he's like for that, for me, when Michael Jackson passed, like I've never lived a day where Michael Jackson was alive. So, just that whole, yeah. you know, thing that happened, he's kind of like, this is weird. What Michael Jackson isn't here right now. What this is, this is weird. <laughs> so, I yeah, just I had think... that moment on Sunday watching the Undertaker's last chapter thing. Oh, man. But, so, what yeah. year were you born? 91. Okay, he's been in the WWE since November 1990. Our whole lives, Yeah. he's been in the WWE. The last Insane. 10 minutes, they show like him hanging out with the boys backstage, him just bullshitting. Yeah. 
and like he didn't die but i fucking i i teared up a little bit because yeah. that was a passion and 30 plus years is now yeah it's it's insane it's actually it's it's surreal it doesn't feel real when that happens it's like when you're used to something and when you kind of have like you always know someone's or or, or something synonymous with something and then it just kind of just stops all of a sudden it's kind of like weird it's just like you know you know like this it's just different like it's just different yeah different is great but different can also just be like can be feel overwhelming at times you know and then and getting used to that's the thing that's great about humans and like the human body and everything like we're the the we learn we like to adapt and we and we like to change and and, and and learn things and like we respond really well to it it just takes time so but you know uh, and there's also the the whole thing where like you know a lot of people don't think that you know he's really really done because you know yeah. I don't know about matches, but he's definitely gonna come back for a segment or two. Yeah. You know they're gonna use that. Um, you know, I don't uh, like. He, I don't think he's. I don't know if he's gonna take a bump ever again. But like you said, oh, he's gonna, gonna have a fucking choke slam to someone within two years. Oh yeah, that's got to be there. He's got to raise the arm up. You know, this Hell one. Yeah. This uh, hope he can still lift, lift the arm up <laughs> each time. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but much respect to to the Undertaker, man. Like he is like man. He's one of the best ever, man. There is two points you made in there between the quarantine. We took a time to like enjoy and prioritize what was really important. And then when all the police brutality stuff came up again, two weeks before that, people were protesting that they wanted a fucking haircut. Yeah. Now people um, are protesting for something that's important. And like through Instagram stories, I've not, uh, I've not seen so much information told to me about racism or even like uprising like no one really knew what juneteenth meant until last week yeah like, right that's crazy right. yeah it's it's like i said um i think it's and like i said it takes time because before like the george floyd thing happened there was the, the first one that i think that really kind of like as far as this generation really like got people thinking was you know trayvon martin i know a lot of people were it was still a lot of indecision a lot of people that were staying quiet about it, a lot of people that you know didn't want to you know overstate anything but they kind of saw it were like, okay this is bad and then since then there's been um quite a few other ones too there's george zimmerman oh, wait, wait, no that was trayvon. yeah that was the murder sorry but yeah him and then all the other stuff and then i just feel like with this one like people kind of i saw collectively for the first time in my lifetime uh, like so many people just collectively say like, okay, you know what? Like, this is too much. Like, this is, this is, I, I can't not say something about, I can't not do something about this. This is a problem. And like a lot, a lot of people that I saw and that, you know, I was hoping that cared or just didn't know what their stance was, just had enough and just said something all over people that I know, people that I, that I like to be entertained watching, you know, people that I respect all sorts of different people just having to just, say something and do and really do something and, and and do more than i've seen a lot of people you know do that claim the same thing you know and so i think it's been really good there's obviously still the thing that's problematic with any type of movement everybody likes to go against anything that's like a big thing like there's always those people like it doesn't matter what it's it is weird like, tribe and team mentality everyone enjoys yeah. me versus someone else instead of like it's going yeah. on i keep writing about it on my twitter account the last couple of days where i want a fucking community I want yeah. to help each other. I don't want a lacrosse team hiding that your teammate raped someone. I want uh, us all to come together. And to do that, you just need to learn. Right. Learn and listen. If you think about it, think, think about like, as long as human beings have been around, there's never been one single thing that we all, that you could say that we all collectively agreed on. There's things that we 
see as fact. But even that, there's people that do, you can't say that every single human has ever agreed on anything. Even the yeah. fact that we're all breathing air right now. There's someone out there that says, no, we're breathing in something. Else. We're not breathing is a myth. You know, it's made <laughs> by, you know, the Nazis and the capitalists. You know, it's like there's all that stuff. Like we can't even agree on the shape of the earth. Nothing like yeah. they, they, there's always somebody. And it's like I always think to myself, like, I know there's the fear of, uh, of, of putting your, all your eggs in one basket or believing in something and having it come out as something that was not what you thought it was. But it's like you got to like. There's there's some there's bravery and, and and you know believing in something and and supporting something that really makes sense and thinking about the, like the the context and what things are actually meaning what what why people have put these movements together not just every little skeleton in the closet like I don't care if, if the leader of this movement stole skittles when they're in grade four one day like that's not a like it's, the message makes sense and so you can support the message like you know. Like, I, I watched uh, the documentary called 13th, and they showed parallels of literally the civil rights movement and clips of uh, minorities being pushed around without replying back because there's literally 20 white dudes pushing them. And mm. literally, and I understand the, the context being key of uh, imagery, especially in a documentary. But if the same stuff is happening at a Trump rally in 2016 that happened yeah. in 1930, there's a problem. We didn't evolve mm. as a culture. Like, right. I say the first big that started the police brutality side with filming is the Rodney King thing. Yeah. And that happened in 1992. And it's easy for me to remember that because it was a year I was born. So mm. now it's 27, 28 years later. And Impact. now now we get to fight back because every time it's your vote matters, it felt mm. like it didn't matter for so long. But mm. now the rising change. Me and you are almost 30. That means kids right. that were born in 2002 are 18. They can vote. Coronavirus mm -hmm. is taking out some of older people and hopefully some mm -hmm. old bad people who are dumb <laughs> are being killed. Like, yeah, I'm joking the, the, about that, but. It's funny, but those people always seem to be so indestructible, don't they? Like, you oh. know, this like, so it's like, they're just holding on. It's like the, like the loveness gives them an extra strength. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> that hatred. Yeah. I don't, want, I don't, I don't watch Star Wars, but there's this weird, like, uh, guy in a cloak that's like leading, I think Darth Vader and Kylo Ren, and he's like barely hanging on. It's something like that. I, he looks kind of like he looked like a. He like looks a like my left nut. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, I, I, my condolences. <laughs> yeah, I've I've had old man nuts since I was like nine. <laughs> nice, nice. I say I have like to be honest. I guess I got like Death Star nuts. I think if I <laughs> if we're, we're going to go on the Star Wars track. We don't keep on doing with that. Death Star. They got a couple of Death Stars right oh, there. You know man. what I mean? So, so let's. Uh, our opinion is basically everyone's. Everyone matters. Their voices matter, and their own. Emperor Palpatine. Thank you, Sam. Uh, nice. Palpatine. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what. I don't. I, don't. I have a new name for my ball sack. Oh, there you go. All right. But, shirts uh, coming soon, guys. Emperor Palpatine nutsack shirts. Um, don't don't tempt me. I'm so glad we don't have wrestling right now because I wouldn't make that shirt now. Uh, <laughs> Respect, but, clouds. What's up? So uh, let's talk about uh, you boxing or wrestling. Which came first? Definitely wrestling. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Wrestling was always been the, the passion ever since I discovered it. You know. When did um, you discover it? It's it's funny. It's always been around in my family. Like it actually started with my sister and my grandmother. We were watching like obviously there are a bunch of you know Hulk Hogan fans. And yeah. I remember one time my sister was crying because he was bleeding a little bit. And I wasn't actually quite into it then. Like with the old school eighty style wrestling. Yeah. 
it wasn't until like you know like in my the the you know that that prime period in the 90s where like, yeah. you know, we lost him and when i saw that and, and all these these other characters and this hardcore stuff you know it was and, you know i had that type of household where like you know everything that i saw that wasn't rated g you know i had to keep them on the low low so mom yep. didn't come through you know you know my first cd that i bought was get rich and i chime my mom would would, would would hid that from me and then i found it and i would listen to it and then put it back where she hid it so she didn't know that i found it <laughs> oh but, my god yeah but she she knew but she pretended like she didn't know it yeah. was, that was always a weird thing with me and her she she knew she knows everything moms know everything guys don't just 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 try to be slicker but but, but they know hey but, brian man. thanks for popping in here brian weiss <laughs> amazing photographer and hey my boy um i heard something happened to your camera on one of the shows not too long ago with that um was it that 706 guy or something like that? 90619 guy, whatever it is. You know, I appreciate, I, I, I mean, I'm sorry that happened to you. I heard it was a Nikon, so he probably did you a favor, but that's besides the point. Um, either way, man, what's up? Appreciate you keeping us looking good. So uh, my really, household really was good. real weird. We were talking about like Stone Cold and stuff where it's like, yeah. I'm glad that we're both Attitude Era guys. Like, I think that yeah. also relates why we're so relating to each other. But like everyone had a character and it's all like the storylines were shit i went back and i watched like a random fully loaded and it was literally yeah. uh x-pac in china versus the new age outlaws for the oh. rights of the dx name because of merch money like that was the actual storyline and wow. i was like i love x-pac i love the new age outlaws i didn't know the storyline happened yeah a lot of things kind of you're right when you go back and watch you're just like whoa that really was a thing like even well, like, even the whole idea of that wasn't, yeah, right to censor was just they wanted to PG everything, right? That yep. was their whole, I didn't, I never saw how that, if, if, I don't know if something tells me it was a Sunday night heat where they all just decided to just become this thing. <laughs> but, um, man, yeah. most annoying theme song in the world. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, that one hurts. <laughs> but, yeah, but even on like, the other side of that, with great shit, that Acolyte yeah. Protection Agency, me and Mark Wheeler were talking about it yesterday. Oh, man. The, Farouk and Brash are just amazing. And then Farouk in general. So do you remember mm. the Nation of Domination? Of course, man. So yeah. I didn't know they were supposed to be bad guys until two weeks ago. I thought <laughs> DX was the bad guys. Bless your heart, man. Bless well, your heart. <laughs> well, like, A, they look like they're fighting for something. And yeah, I, I'm seven years old, but Xbox wore blackface. And I'm like, I don't think you're supposed to do that. <laughs> you, you know what that? Damn, that's true. Uh, you know what that is, too? It's like you know it's that's what happens when you have a good villain like where their motivation makes sense and yeah. like you know I know a lot of people do that now where like a lot of people like the Joker more than the Batman you know so it's like because you know it makes sense like Batman's a rich guy and you know he's pretty smart and everything but you know Joker got you know that whole story behind it so I think honestly like that was one of those things where it's like yeah up their heels because they're scary scary black man everybody's scared of scary black man. <laughs> Okay, so going on to that, though, have me and you kind of fall into the same page where it's, if you look at us, we're kind of intimidating. We're very intimidating in different ways. But yeah. then also, as soon as we say anything out of our fucking mouths, that's gone. The illusion exactly. of that is gone. <laughs> Once they see my hat rack, look what I got. I got a Pikachu <laughs> hat rack. Like, they, they, they got it. Like, y'all ain't got nothing to fear. You know, unless you do something nasty, unless you're one of those people that leave the bathroom without washing your hands, then it's, then it's going to be a problem. End. That's true. Not Well, yeah, we'll see. I got to wear the glove because, you know what I mean, with this everything going on, I can use the glove on the backhand. Or maybe I can put, like, some, I'll probably use the foot just because, you know, like, I can just Lysol it after. But, you know, <laughs> your ass going to get whooped, though. So how did you start getting, like, becoming a wrestler? 
Um, so I heard about actually. So one of my close friends named Shani, um, he told me about um, Anthony's school, like when it was opening up and whatnot. And back then, I didn't know about any wrestling schools that were in Canada. The only one I knew about was the Lance Storm one that was yeah. all the way out in the thing. So I didn't think we had. I didn't know about Square Circle and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So because I had no ends or whatever. So he told me about that one. Started training there. And um, I think we were into, I'm not sure how many months we were doing the basics and stuff. And then they started to have those shows. And then I think maybe like a year after that, I started doing some house shows. I think the first ones um, I did, I think the first one I did was um, some show in Niagara that like, I think it was Jeff like or Buck or something got me a hookup on mm-hmm. and started wrestling there. And then uh, the first one that I started to be on consistently was in Barrie. And um, yeah, it was just kind of just, from there just kind of just doing my thing and like you know trying to entertain the people you know trying to make some connections you know trying to show show them that we're not so scary and uh, well show them that we are, we are scary as well but, i know. was gonna be like uh w- your character was literally kane <laughs> that character was actually can i tell you something about that mask please that was the most terrifying thing to wear when people, especially your size and bigger, are flying at you, yeah. and you, the you whole death perception—yes, death perception and everything—and and peripheral vision did not exist with that mask on. But you know, I literally can, I'm only one actually. I can say truthfully that I can wrestle with my eyes closed because that's basically what I did. So, yeah. y'all, y'all take that in. Uh, uh, to be fair, I did get Gatorade poured down my eyes, and I had to wrestle for. Uh, at least five minutes of an Iron Man match where I couldn't see against Josh Alexander. Oh my goodness! Wow. That's so I I can also <laughs> wrestle without seeing, but it's very much we're also we can control the match a lot more than some other people. Yeah, let's say yeah. With Josh, you go. You could take the night off with Josh. Oh no, it's just taking a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sit me in the corner, okay? I'm gonna take shots for two minutes. Yeah, here. until your eyes come. I was gonna say the same yeah. thing. <laughs> oh nice. man. Uh, uh, oh, so, did you start boxing? Because Battle Arts was a great gym for the fact that they had everything. Yeah, um, it kind of got me into everything at the same time. Like, it was because, um, like, I I was I was interested in the mixed martial arts as well, and like, it was a thing that I kind of wanted to do too. Like, as a uh, like, you know, people always like talk you into things. Cause, you know, all the coaches like, you know, man, if you committed to this, I can get make you a champion, bro. I can make. And, and there was a lot of guys that were motivating towards me and like in on uh, like and we're always trying to get me to do it and you know I, I was always interested in the training because you know like any type of training i was always interested in so i would do it then before you know it toss your head in a couple of tournaments so i'm getting successful and then um like it actually started with um jujitsu for me okay. i was doing uh, yeah i did quite a, i did like a, a few jujitsu tournaments and uh was very successful and um then i started with the boxing because tony who's uh, tony wallace is a uh, He's actually an amazing boxing coach, a uh, uh, kettlebell king guy. Like he, like he's a huge. Look up Tony Wallace Fitness, guys. Really, really amazing coach. He's like, I don't know how. Old, he's like, he's definitely. I think he's. Oh, he's gonna be mad at me if I get his age wrong. But I think he's close. I think he's like mid to late sixties to seventies. Oh man, but, old old man strength is like that. That's a beast. Bro, he's he's he gives me a run for my money still. Sometimes yeah. we're going head to head when the train. He's like, "Oh, I can do this much at my age because he got a little bit of an English accent, because yeah. a little, little English twang in there." Oh, and then he, it's kind of like, "Oh gosh, I gotta, 
You know, it's it's, it's very motivating, man. And like yeah. and thing in his groups that he trains with all kinds of different people from different different backgrounds, and and it's like it's cool to kind of like it's kind of like a, a mental boost to know that like you can hang with these people and also like you know um, developing like their mentalities as, yeah. as, and taking them into your, as well and seeing how they they what do they do to take themselves to a different level. Like it's always fun. So and I, I knew my partner. I knew that my training partners were going to be better than anybody I ever fought. So that made it easier too, because I I honestly was blessed with working with really really talented guys. Like even from like from the kickboxing, there's Conga, like you know from Conga's Fitness, he's a guy, really okay. badass guy from Egypt. And um, it was Mike Mead. Um, if you go look him up, he's one of my friends as well. He's great, great um, light heavyweight um, fighter. Like he's really like way better than like anybody I've ever seen in the ring. So like constantly working with guys like that, it's like once you get the fight, it's like you can kind of just have fun. It's like oh, this is since slow-mo right now so <laughs> i yeah. love how supportive you are of like your friends and like that whole man my friends are the fucking best I i'll wrestle i'll fight them because i know my mm. competition isn't gonna be this good and you mentioned mindset there that's something that i've now mm. realized that a lot of people a lot of successful people in life have mindsets and like strong morals and will find whoever inspires them and go okay that's a path and it wasn't until like the last three or four years that I realized that because I didn't mm -hmm. really have that in my life at any point. And then yeah. I found some successful people started reading books and I'm like, Oh my God, anything's mm -hmm. possible. And it's, I think it's a Paul Stanley quote that no one successful will ever tell you you can't do it. Exactly. Cause we're all exactly, humans. exactly. It's, that's true. Like it was never like, it didn't really matter where you came from, you know, what, what like what, what you, you know, like anything else about you other than like how oh, much shit, work Shelly's you Oh shit, Shelly's here now. Oh shoot, what's up? Oh man, what's good, Shelly? Yo, everybody's in the house, man. Yeah, this is yeah. these live chats have been like great for my like. It's very therapeutic to talk to people, especially. Mm. It took me a month for it to kick in, where I literally it was Good Friday weekend. I took mm -hmm. a little bit of acid, and then. <laughs> I smoked a little bit of weed and then the acid fully kicked in and like things kind of looked like it was the old red and blue 3D glasses. Oh my, so the weed kind of initiated the acid yeah. or the acid yeah. was in the process. But <laughs> then going forward, like I felt like a little bit of like vulnerability opened up in me and okay. it made me like, I think two days later, I, I got into an argument with someone and then I just drove in like Caledon or wherever and Vanessa Carlton's th uh, Thousand Miles or... Oh. Uh, that uh, one, I cried. Can I, can I tell y'all? Can I, we just talk about that song for one second? Okay, I'm sorry, let's it's right. Let's put it over. Let's put it over. That is that is the the that's one of my anthems. Like like honestly, Vanessa yeah. Carlton that track, and also if everybody know you want to talk about big and scary. If you bump Vanessa Carlton or a little bit of Lannis Morissette, y'all already know. <laughs> like it's a rap. You know the cars gonna be blare. I actually I remember I, I drove through like the most. I think I drove to Jada Finch, like the <laughs> most like the toughest area. I was gonna pick up my my buddy who's you know does some things. For and, the uh, record, my nunna lives literally two blocks away. The hospital at Humber River off of uh, the highway there—that's where I was born. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah, man, that's cool. But yeah, like ah, oh, the Atlantis set especially. But like that's, those are all just like my Terry Crews comes out. You know, yeah. just like that—that's that's what I—that's a guy I get compared to a lot too. Actually, I get that's which I take as a compliment. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it's an intimidating. Yeah black dude for both of you guys but like you're just so friendly and opening mm -hmm. it's like it's fun it's nice okay you can get away with more actually being that because i mean like 
there's also a privilege in that too. Like being a six foot six black guy, you kind of like can get away with, um, you know, dancing to Atlantis Morissette and kind of be like, hey, this guy, I'm not going to say anything to him, but right, <laughs> a lot of times I get away with that too. But, you know. Uh, but like legitimately, I cried to that song because I, I was in an argument with someone. I was very vulnerable. And then it just kicked in like, when people reach out to me, hey, Brendan, I hope you're doing all right because I know wrestling. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about wrestling. I wrestled way too much last year that, like, it was autopilot mode. I'm like, okay, it's a weekend. There was a two-week break at the beginning of this year where it was – I think it was technically 12 days. It was, like, one weekend. Yeah. And, and that I was, like, probably you having to rest from, like, some kind of, like, injury or something like that. No, I just wasn't booked. There was the all-women show on, like, that January 5th, 6th show, and there was no oh, other shows. And really? I'm literally like, well, there's no shows for me. And then that very first show was against BMD at NSW. And I went hard as fuck. Because I was like, oh, my body healed in the last week and a half. Right, right. I think I remember I think I remember you posting something about that. Yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah. That's like, got to be crazy. I haven't wrestled in 14 days. And people are like, 14 days, that isn't a long time. But for you, I guess it is. <laughs> I think I think Sheila might be going. Yeah, she's back at work, but she's definitely going to rewatch this live later on. For sure, for sure. Well, take care. Be gone. Love you, Shelly. Love you, Shelly. She's uh, so cool. She makes the best, like, pastries. You like, know she smokes weed? For You know what? That, hide, that's the hide it from her mom. Hide it from her mom. Though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah it, weed. you had to cut it. Cut that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I, there you go. That's like, Barry cool, Wrestling's man. legitimately such a fun atmosphere that it was oh, all yeah. the uh <laughs> she says uh it's, Secret safe with us. it's literally a family for the fact of from the cameramen to the music to the referees to the ring announcers yeah. it legitimately feels like i'm going to a family reunion there we Honestly. just have it's like a talent show in the fucking elementary yeah. school you, you know what that's true i like the talent show analogy yeah. like, that's really because we still have to get to work and we're all trying to have the best match yeah, yeah, like honestly, I was it, uh, like I said, I wouldn't have been involved with Barry Wrestling if it wasn't for Hornet. Shout out to Daryl Sharma, okay. WWE's best referee. Um, he got me the hookup to go to Barry, and ever since then, I was like, man, because this is this, I got spoiled as far as like what a locker room is supposed to be. Because I know yeah. a lot of people, like, like you said, it's a lot of like grunge work, and a lot sometimes you got to go through the crap before you can get to the cream. Well, oh, that's I should patent that, it's kind of cool. Crap before the cream. Your t-shirt's coming soon. But like, um, yeah. That's a shirt that also blends in from like manure to like cottage cheese. <laughs> Is that that acid again? <laughs> no, that's a heat <laughs> exhaustion. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, that could work though. But uh, yeah, like, it's just a good atmosphere of people. Like, you know, that's where I met most of you guys actually, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah, like. That's definitely the first day. place I met you. That's Yeah, that's right. That's right. So. That was really cool, and like sometimes, like it was, it was such a huge contrast, but like between other places that I've done stuff, with. and and you know, the only time it wasn't was when most of the people that I see over there were at the other shows too. Yeah, you know, but yeah, like honestly, like I don't tell people all the time, like Barry's different. Like you know, it doesn't it doesn't feel like work. It just feels like fun. That's the that's why I like wrestling because like we all got into this because it's fun. Like we love yeah. wrestling. You know, we're fucking and, fans of wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, we just we honestly we we were we're, we're such marks that we yes. decided to be a part of it. That's all. It, that's what the difference is. So it's like a lot of times when you're doing this stuff, like you, like a lot of people kind of make it. So you can make it in an environment where you kind of forget that, and it's yeah. like you're you just get involved with all this. The not just the business side of it, but just all the egos and all oh. the 
I feel like our generation, like born around 1990, got into wrestling after 2010, like as a wrestler. We didn't, we wanted to wrestle. We didn't want to be a wrestler. Whereas before mm -hmm. that, it was, I want to be a wrestler. And that's where like yeah. the ego kicks in. And if you don't get signed, you get bitter. And oh, why yeah. is this young guy getting more opportunities than me? It's like, well, he works harder mm -hmm. and also the shiny new toy. Yeah, yeah. And I remember we, when I was getting in, like they did their best to take the mark out of you, yeah. which is like to a certain degree I agree with, but like there's also you gotta like there's it kind of takes away your 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 willingness to kind of be creative and to kind of just like enjoy what you're doing because it's like oh you want to look like a mark you don't want to look like a mark you you don't want to be seen as because it's all it was too much focus on like how you're perceived not yeah. just you know just connecting there's a lot of stuff that I I wasn't allowed to do or couldn't do just because yeah. of what someone else might think you're and, you know, in the and, business you shouldn't act yeah, like that exactly and it's like you know and i and it's funny because i would look and see other people doing it and it's like okay well that's okay how come i can't do it and it's like it was just a weird thing like that it was also a weird tit for tat thing you know when i was starting up but when you were yeah. mentioning earlier where it's the if something if someone goes through something just because you don't doesn't mean you can't relate or feel empathetic towards them literally right admitting your fandom for pro wrestling like i the skull on my leg is literally a stone cold tattoo uh tribute there's a rattlesnake there's blue smoke coming out of it i love stone cold steve Austin, and i was listening to gene simmons on jericho's podcast and he mentioned Ooh. how he was delivering the special collection vaults to whoever would buy it directly it was really expensive but he's mm. like if i had the chance to meet elvis i would have but whatever album I had to do, go to whatever concert, if I just got, yeah. like, a phone call from him. And we get to – we're not on the level where – if I meet Stone Cold Steve Austin, I, I think, yeah. what, like, my life is made, and I'm just like, Trust oh, my me. God. Trust me. Like, everyone knows that if I meet Steve Austin, the universe is going to implode. Yeah. You know, like, there's going to be something – something's going to happen. Like, there's – that's, like – I can't even, yeah, I can't even put that into words right now. But that's we're, like, we're that middle ground for people. We're not Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin, but like, we're their D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry. We're the headbangers. <laughs> we're, we get to go to the merch table, shake hands with them, or make a joke online. And that's where they can relate with us. And especially that's if you true. just say, I love pro wrestling enough that I'm damaging my body and getting into a car accident for five mm -hmm. to 30 minutes every time. It's mm -hmm. because, especially, we wrestle the way we want to see wrestling. We get that benefit. We get to create the art we want to watch. That's the thing that that's great. What needs to be, I like what you said there, because it's an art, you know, it's like the, you know, everybody has their own way, you know, and, and it's like, it all exists out of this blanket of pro wrestling. You know, I think there's always some elements that need to be maintained and like kind of all need to be infused in a match to make it like like proper to make it you know proper wrestling or whatever but it's like it's all an art and it's like yeah. you, some of that can be where it doesn't abide by everything too like so yeah it's 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 cool it's really cool and like, I'm a like big some... fan that when wrestling comes back i i started near right before everything happened going fuck the formula of a match i don't <laughs> give a shit about a lockup or chain wrestling at the beginning you get a shine you get a you get a mm. cut off i was like I want to start with heat and like legit, like a heel hot comeback. And then mm. I want to go into the shine and then chain wrestle and then do fucking a double down and then just do a finish. We don't even do a hot comeback because we just went so right. hard in that 10 minutes. Right. I think my thing is, it doesn't 
matter what format or how you want to do it, as long as you have like a, a story, like I always start with a story, like what, am, what point am I trying to get across here, right? Like what, what, what am I trying to make them feel? What am I trying to tell them? And like what, whatever way I want to tweak the match formula, I'm going to do it to tell that story. So like that's that's where I go by. It's all about the story for me. Like there's you know and there's I'm I'm a big fan of uh, like certain like in certain ways less is more because like yeah. I I kind of wanted to give them like, you know wanting to see something and like and anticipate something that way they kind of really get, we're getting into psychology here now. But <laughs> like but this I just is like, the thing that like yeah. I I was texting with Forza and we I forget we were talking about something that would be like a match related storyline to put into it. And then we were talking mm. about gear. And then I just randomly went off. I'm like, I hate when someone on Twitter just goes, all these kids nowadays just care about high spots and this shit yeah. and that shit. Just because they heard an angry, bitter vet say it on an RF video shoot interview 15 right. years ago. Right. Yeah. That's Are you entertained true. by these flips? No? Then go back and watch fucking 80s wrestling. No one's That's taking true. that away from you. It's true, man. Like, I think it, like, it needs to, whatever way people want to, do their art i think it all should be appreciated it yeah. just like and liked for what it is like whatever way you're doing it like uh you know like yeah people just gotta just enjoy because everyone like, always likes to just poke poke and faults at everything and that's everyone the thing there's, wants to critique. there's no such yeah. thing as constructive criticism anymore they don't exactly. want to give you hey like i love going to training or watching a younger guy wrestle so i can go like mm. oh you know uh, that didn't get a good reaction because you should have done that last thing second last and that first thing last, as opposed mm -hmm. to going, well, that match wasn't that good, right? Well, I guess you'll try mm -hmm. to do better next time. It's like, no, teach them right. how to do fucking better. Right, exactly. Yeah, that needs to happen. I like, that's another thing too. I like working with a lot of green guys too because um, they tend to, to listen more and be and, and work with and kind of just like, they kind of just, they're like, they're eager to learn. So they're yeah. more impressionable and they're kind of like you know they, they're willing to kind of just work with marcus not everyone is like that right some people for whatever reason might not want to be able to or want to do certain things and that's cool but you know like it, they're really they just want to get their experience in so like it's nice yeah. to kind of like bring them in there and try to you know you know help we help them not make certain mistakes that you did and whatnot and you know it's nice to kind of see and like i like the you know, everyone's so appreciative, especially not everyone, but when they're really appreciative of these things and they they see and they learn something and they 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 show a lot of respect for it. Like it's it's really cool to see and like you see them doing. That's good that's stuff. all I want to see. I just want to see people effort, their passion, and respect. Yep, honestly. Brian chimed in here saying that he had a chance to get him uh, to message Jetty Lee once. Not gonna lie, I don't know who that is, but I asked why don't they make music like they used to. I got a reply for him. Quote. The old stuff is still for sale. Yeah, that's exactly. literally evolve or die. Yeah, the only thing I will say with certain things, it's like, for I think music is 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 tricky as well because like you have like for example hip hop. The whole point about hip hop, like rappers, don't don't sing or not aren't supposed to sing or like that's a whole different thing. Like yeah. the whole part, thing that rap is is lyrics. Okay, lyrics on a beat. Okay. And the way I see it is like, it's, you want to talk about an art. The, if you're an MC, I'm passionate about this because I am an MC. We're going to get um, into this next, by the way. So <laughs> like, this is a perfect segue to There you go. Perfect. Like, the only thing you bring to the track anymore is your lyrics, okay? A singer doesn't have to have incredible lyrics because they have a beautiful voice. The producer is making the beat. That's important. If you're, a lot of people, like, see this, this, you know, this mumble stuff. If the song is popping 
and you see the beats there you had nothing to do with, you know, the person singing there you had nothing to do with, and all you're doing is saying a bunch of nonsense that anybody can do, what do you bring to the track? Like, literally, if I was a producer, I would just take all the money. I would make the track and put, why don't we just put the beat out there? I could do the... <laughs> anybody can do that. Like, that's part of, that's the thing. That's why we like wrestling, because some parts of it, not everybody can do, yeah. you know? And it's like, and that's the whole reason why these people are, like, glorified and put to the level they are, because they're some of the best to do what they do. And, you know, and the thing is, if you're a rapper and you're an MC, like, I, who, how are you going to, how can you compete with that? Like, who can mumble the best, who got the most auto-tune in their voice, who, who has, who sounds, I, I see people that say, like, yo, Oh, uh, you know, this guy's whatever Trinidad James or whatever his name is. I don't know, like whatever these mumble guys' names are, and and like was it Slake the Slump God or whatever? He's so good. And I'm like, like why? It's like yo, he sounds nice. I'm like, he sounds nice. He sounds like, like my he, dishwasher. Yeah, he's <laughs> yo. He sounds like he literally sounds like what Pepto Bismol does to you. Like it's crazy. <laughs> like it's, it's I, like I the don't. I, school bus that goes into your stomach, and that's the sound that comes out. <laughs> literally like it's, i don't i don't know like so when you're doing something or doing art where it requires certain things you got to do those certain things and i'm like and like people like you can like what you like but i don't think they should call it hip-hop i don't think they should call it rap there should be it's something else <laughs> yeah yeah and that's cool too if you like that that's cool you can like what you like but don't, don't call that hip-hop Put so it in you, a different genre. <laughs> you <laughs> mentioned that your first album was 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, which yeah. is one of my top five albums of all time. I, right. I think every vehicle I've ever had, I think I bought that CD six different times. Like I bought yeah. it six months ago also. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. So yeah, was that, that your inspiration into wanting to become an MC? Um, so actually my inspiration to want to become a, a rapper Kind of came from um, actually, well, Cassidy. I don't know if you remember Cassidy from back in the day. He did the kind I'm a Hustle. Of. Okay, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. So he did a lot, a lot, everyone knows, but he did, he was doing a lot of um, stuff outside of like him being the label. He's probably, no, he's known as probably like the top three to me, like the top ever, but one of the top lyricists like of all time. And I'm the top, I enjoy that. I like p hearing people say something that's like makes you like, I, there's times where he played a track or he had, or he said a lyric. I had to stop and I had to just like take in like what he actually said and like the complexity of that and like you know we like we still we had to analyze Shakespeare in in, in middle school and high school and stuff and like that's that kind of like like the, the figurative language and like the creativity that goes in the complexity of what like I was absolutely like he would say stuff that that would just just floor me and floor a lot of people so I was inspired by that but then when I started to see like a lack of that and I started to see a lot of music where it's kind of like okay just anybody's paint by numbers. Like, yeah, everyone's being said, and and it's not even just that people like it because people can like it. Like I said, they can like whatever they want, but don't say that that this person's the best lyrical rapper alive or this person's this or that when it's like they don't really say anything, or if they're saying things that have already been said. You know, like the whole like like I said, it's different. Like when you when you're a singer, you bring singing to the track. Like you sound, you don't have to. Beyonce can say whatever the hell she wants on the track, yeah. but it'll sound nice because Beyonce. You're <laughs> an MC. All you have to bring to the table is your lyrics. So if you're not doing anything thought provoking, if you're not saying anything, if you're not showing any skill, like you're only highlighting how meaningless you are to the actual song. In my opinion. No, I, I get that. It's very much like everyone wants to legitimately critique and mm -hmm. it's, uh, what's it called? They want to say this is the best or like you can enjoy something 
and it's not the best. I like oh, yeah. a lot of shitty movies. Yeah, me too. I like a lot of top 40 music that I will honestly say it's not good, but I just yeah. enjoy it. It helps me work out a little harder. It helps me just like drive and not think. But then there is yeah. stuff that I listen to and I'm just like, okay, uh, maybe yeah. Brian shut down the live or reset your, uh, your Instagram live and then come back. He had a little bit of a sound issue. But that's the thing where it's people, people don't want that individuality because it's scary. Mm. They want yeah. to be a part of something where it's like, you can be a part of something, but also be your own. Like you saying, yeah. Cassidy's your number one, but people say, oh, he's a top three guy. It's yeah. like, okay, that's their opinion. Either way, it's like, you're so respecting him. But I'm sure you can list like five guys I've never heard before. And then I'll, mm. listen, to, I'll listen to them and be like, oh shit, this is fucking hot. Yeah. Same thing. You, you, same thing with you. Like, you know, you can list some stuff with me that I never heard of as well. Or anything, and like it'll be kind of cool. You kind of put on, put put somebody onto that. Like, but like you said, man. Like it's just, I like, yeah. For that particular thing, like for me, that's what speaks uh, to a lot of stuff. But that, that also being said, I like a lot of bad rappers as well. Like I don't, I don't know if you remember or if you've seen. There's a lot of there's like like I think the one that people talk about a lot is this guy named Ice JJ Fish, who he's like a this light skin rapper guy, and his whole thing like he sounded like he was like wailing on a track, like he was like. Oh, no. <laughs> And it was funny, and like he yeah. got big, and, and it was like a whole gimmick, and it, it really was a gimmick. And for me, I remember this was a rapper. If you guys go on YouTube right now and search Bangs, B A N G S, and his song is called "Take You to the Movies." It's one of the greatest things you'll ever see. Take you to the movies? Yeah, I'm literally writing it down. I'm gonna listen. We're actually gonna when I put this on the podcast, I'll put the song at the end of it. <laughs> yes. It's so bad. It's so good. And and like, I love yeah. the fact that you just said his name is Bangs, and in my mind, I'm like, it definitely has a Z. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Like, I remember, actually, me and my friends, like in high school, we were doing, we were playing around with a little bit of music too, because we got to put on to guys that we really like, like you know, not only Cast, but there's MF Doom, mm -hmm. um, like also guys like that, like old school boom bap hip hop guys, and. We'd see songs like with guys like that, and then we would follow a whole bunch of them. Like there's like, and, 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 and we were bumped. The, it, it was funny because like these guys are it's it's trash. It's so it's good. It's bad. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's an honor for that too. I even created an alter ego to kind of like tribute that. Like I came up with an alter ego rapper named Purple Nerps, and oh my uh, God. it basically his whole thing was to rap in the way that I find disgusting. It's a big yeah. light of that. And uh, actually, I actually had a couple songs under that alias. And, like it was, it was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> so going like forward, you're still young. You're still in great fucking shape. You can literally, you have the whole world on your platter between anything that's like a contact sport or entertainment, not even just music, because legitimately as a person, you're just fucking great. If you get cast as an extra in something, there's all these stories that you get an extra work, someone just talks to you and they go, oh, you're one of those people. So what uh, do you want to do, though? Um, there's a question. That's a good question. Um, like I said, uh, it's kind of, I can't really, like, put it into, like, one thing because I'm always, I, I, I like a lot of things. And that's kind of why I do a lot of things. You know, like, I get, like, I, I like, I just like, I, I, if I could put it all into one thing, is entertainment. Yeah. Like, I enjoy entertainment. And if I could do that as a livelihood in any capacity and, you know, be able to provide for, like, 
myself and my family and whatnot, that is more than anything I could ever ask for, you know? And so like, I like the acting, I like wrestling, I like music, I like um, making my own content, you know? Mm -hmm. that's, that's the thing I would probably lean towards the most because I like having my own content and, be, and being, you know, the person behind it and, and knowing control. what I want to put there. Exactly, yeah. you know? And, you know, it's pretty cool, like, being able to do that and have people really enjoy it. Like, I've been, I was doing the YouTube thing for a while, like, like a lot back in the day and a little yeah. bit now. And putting sketches together and just little characters together, and I like that. Um, people really appreciate the jokes and whatnot, and people like really like taking what I have to say. Like that, that feels great, you know. People wanting to see your art and what, and I just kind of want to enjoy what I do and to actually like put some thought provoking things out there and to kind of like be the change that I want to see. You know, all those mm -hmm, things. Mm -hmm. that, I literally like, shared that quote yesterday. Exactly. Like I like to. I'm. I like. I think I like entertaining and helping people learn at the same time. I think that's really powerful. Cause like yeah. you know, you become what you see a lot of times. Yeah. So it's like if you, if you get both sides of, of of that coin, I say go for it. You know, and, and, and it's definitely necessary, as you can see with timelessly what's yeah. going on now, what's going on in the past, what's going on in the future. It's always good to you know keep promoting stuff like that. So I just kind of like I just want to be able to just you know I, I think more so entertain and just enjoy like and you know I also like to move and 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 that's why I like wrestling too because like it's a combination of like athleticism and entertainment and like and again it can go into all those things like i could do a promo where i i i, I drop a track diss track on somebody like you yeah. know like so that's why i like i like the abstract and just like the different areas you can go into it so that, like you know um i'm not sure what i would call what i want to do but essentially you're having fun you're having yeah fun. yeah exactly so the, yeah. on the new day podcast i think they were talking to the guy that design, designs their gear and he mentioned how the New Day, their fucking jokes were very much like Twitter jokes going on. And it's like, yeah. you can play to 97% of the crowd and they'll yeah. like you for a minute. But if you play to 3% and they get your shit, they get your Dragon Ball references, yes. they get this, they're attached now. They're like, this yeah. is me. We're the same yeah. person. Exactly. Otakus, you know, a lot of black otakus out there, man. They, they, they appeal to them. <laughs> they're gonna be with you for life I, I didn't realize how many how like strong the anime community was in uh oh. black culture it's a lifestyle bro i know it's, it's as you can imagine like actually one in particular that um i put a lot of people on i don't know if you ever heard this one but it's an anime called jojo's bizarre adventure no and... well, I th is it related to like jojo's rabbits or something there's like another jojo oh. i might be thinking of the movie actually <laughs> That's so yeah. I think I think I know what you're talking about. That's <laughs> but this one is like I can't even describe it to you, bro. It's like it's literally. It's not even just an anime. It's a lifestyle. Like Joe, I'm wearing a JoJo reference that's, right now. That's you. why I know JoJo because Sam posted about it. That's yeah, why. you have to like. I can't like. I say just keep watching. Like and and from it comes out in parts. Like it's part one, part all the way to like part nine, and there's mangas and stuff, and certain parts aren't even out yet, and best thing i can do to describe it to not like i can't give anything away because like you you won't know that like certain ways you think a story is going to go it's just going to change you won't you can't predict this show it's literally like it's incredible it's something not to take too seriously but you can't take it seriously and it's like all you're going to do you can literally talk in references to that show and like everything everything involved in the show are musical references like they reference um you know artists from like all like back in the day to now, like all sorts of artists are referenced. Can you give me the name like of it one more time so I can write it down? So that's JoJo's 
Bizarre Adventure. Uh, bizarre Adventure. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 incredible. <laughs> oh man, uh, I get I get, get I, you know what you know when you start getting giddy and just talking about it, dude. Like, that like, that just love and passion. I like I love when I'm calling a match with someone. And then it's like, oh, then we do this, and then we do this, yeah, and then duck this. Oh, oh fuck yeah, let's do yeah. this. Like, like, that, yeah, that's what that. I love. And when, that's why I always ask people, what do you love? When someone starts talking fast, they, they start getting a little sweaty, yeah. their voice gets a little <laughs> higher pitch. And I was like, that's what you love. Like, that's, yeah. I, I get off on hearing people talk about what they love. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I, I agree with that, man. Well, you know what I'd love? I came on here partly because I thought I was going to get get to duel you in Yu-Gi-Oh. I thought that, that was oh, going to be part soon. of it. That's coming that's soon. Coming soon? Okay. We're going to get rid of the old guard in wrestling, and it's going to be the uh, the the uh, the perimeter or the entry limit. It's if you don't have a Yu-Gi-Oh deck, get the fuck out of our locker room. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I legitimately want to go show to show and somehow try to figure out how to do an homage to Battle City. And have like mm. the battle arts guys, the Hamilton Pro Wrestling guys, the Cross by <laughs> guys. Like I want to do this series next year. Like we'll record oh, it at shows and then do like dramatized versions of reality where it's yeah. we'll do like outside of it, but it's an actual duel. Mm. Uh, it's trust me, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. There's a lot of uh, Ontario indie wrestling I want to promote because, like, I I'm on my Twitter account right now. I just keep posting different people that have inspired me. Because mm -hmm. everyone puts over their friends, like their immediate, right. and you can kind of tell who's friends with like two or three people. I, right. inter I interviewed Turbo. We talked about wrestling action figures. I'm oh. friendly enough that we all love wrestling. So I love talking to you guys. And if right. you don't like wrestling, I don't want to talk to you if you're in wrestling. Mm. So that's it's true. like, but that's how you get that connection. So we're actually yeah. going to get cut off real soon. Is there anything you want to leave this with? or And also plug your social media. Okay. Well, I just want to say, this guy, obviously, you guys know, because otherwise you wouldn't be here. You know, Holden is the man. Really cool guy. Really, this is in part of, like, I like people that are real. And that's actually, everyone likes realness. Everyone likes yeah. authenticity. That's what really gets people into characters, people into everything. And, you know, I pride myself on being real, like, yeah. in how I care myself. And you definitely have that, like, this is Holden. It's just, it's just maybe, like, a slightly exaggerated with wrestling. But, yeah. you know, it's, that's, that's who oh, we are. Oh, at the merch table, though. I'm this fucking nerd. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, I appreciate you bringing me on here just to talk. And, like, it felt nice to just talk. I felt like I was hanging out with people again, man. Dude, legitimately, reach out to your friends and have a video chat with them. It, it yeah. helps so much. Like, doesn't this feel therapeutic? Yeah, it does. It does, honestly. Yeah, like if you can, I don't know if Instagram lets you do with like more than one person. I but think like, you can do group chats, not Instagram live. But mm. in like group chats, you can do that. I, I actually, I was going to post it today, but I'm going to wait a little while so I can get the motors running. Right. I heard something about someone offering Zoom seminars. And I was like, that's, that's worthless. You're, why would I pay someone for this? I just want to talk to people. Yeah. I, so I think starting next week, I want to pick a day and just have like from seven to 11 o'clock on nights or whatever on a weekend, join mm -hmm. a Zoom chat because we can get up to like 150, 200 people in there. Holy we'll have, shit. we can have everyone, we can all watch an old wrestling pay-per-view. We can all okay. watch our own matches and critique it. We can introduce, because okay. how many people at like HPW do you really know? Mm, not not 100% sure, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, if we have this community, I want to build a fucking community. I don't want a yeah. boys club. I want a community. I want, yeah. there's so many shows going on. Everyone should get booked. I agree. I agree. And there's a lot of, you know, great people with great attitude that want to 
to see them just be involved in like creatively, like with with company. I agree. Like everyone should be getting booked. Yeah, man. It's so, what's cool. your like, social medias before we get cut off? Well, yeah. So, uh, Instagram at Randy Bino. Uh, I'm also on Facebook at uh, at Randy Bino is wrestling. Um, that's a Facebook fan page. I'm also on YouTube at Blackie Chan five two. Yeah, so you like you know Blackie that's B L A C K I E C H A N five two at YouTube. A plus um, pun. A plus yeah. pun. You already know what it is, man. You know Jackie, Jackie, but Jackie. Yo, that was my show, man. Y'all remember Uncle. the talisman? <laughs> Uncle Magic must defeat Magic. You know who's a who's a big uh, Jackie Chan Ventures fan? Who? Space Monkey. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, you already know what to do next, Just, next show. Yep. Yep. Thank <laughs> you very much, Randy. <laughs> Yes. Oh, man. I love you, man. man. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Likewise, man. God bless y'all. Take care and um, stay safe. I'm a threat boy, but I ain't Jolie, I'm rolling in with the set boy Leave you holy, the homies, and leave you wet boy When I ain't playing, you paying the fucking debt It's nothing to leave you wet, pussy, cause I'm a threat boy But I ain't Jolie, I'm rolling in with the set boy Leave you holy, the homies, and leave you wet boy I ain't playing, you paying the fucking debt It's nothing to leave you wet Pussy, cause I'm a threat, boy. I told you, man, talking, I'm a bulging man. Never sold a gram, he go with flakes like a bowl of bran. You ain't gutter, you ain't feel like shoes like a bowler can. You can mug the grounded on the blacktop, boulders can. Most rappers weak as fucking, so is most they fans. Pop your grill and put a crush to it like a soda can. Hold it, man, cause when you fail a cannon, pop your shit back. Quick nap, you gon' eat the bright like it's been bad. Mismatch, you don't want a problem like six black or someone's dialing 911 to get the dispatch. And baby, you gon' need a rest when I hit that. Break your shawty off, she need a break, I hit the Kit Kat I'll make you sorry dog. cause if I got a bra You know I body y'all, popping off like shawty bra And then you getting robbed, send your eyes like Ottawa Expose your chest like Mardi Gras, decimate you bar for bar Threat boy, but I ain't Dolly, I'm rolling in with the set boy Leave you holy, the homies, and leave you wet boy When I ain't playing, you paying the fucking debt It's nothing to leave you wet, pussy cause I'm a threat boy But I ain't Dolly, I'm rolling in with the set boy Leave you holy, the homies, and leave you wet Boy, I ain't playing, you paying the fucking debt It's nothing to leave you wreck Pussy cause I'm a threat, boy I'm a threat, go ahead and check the most wanted list Make the kill, then I'm ghost Overseas on some haunted shit They see me with the team, they wanna know who the dawn is with Sitting looking at the menu, you can get put on it quick This a different chapter, big money stalker Business is booming, I got all my stocks up But that's not what I'm after Before it's bread and butter and now it's steak and lobster I heard all the muttering when you see me nigga talk up Have his soul meet his maker while his body on the Ground chopped up, move or get moved on. You can't stop us till I'm under a tombstone. You can't drop us, don't wanna hear your new song. My thing is dropping, wait till you hear that new song. My sound is popping, who's that? Just a new phone. Stop talking, my dogs will leave you chewed on. Quit barking, they've been sleeping on us too long. Got a clock in, my team been flexing on them too strong. That's a man, them. Uh, I'm a threat boy, but I ain't Dolly, I'm rolling in with the set boy. Leave you holy, the homies, and leave you wet boy. When I ain't playing, you paying the fucking debt It's nothing to leave you wet Pussy cause I'm a threat boy But I ain't Dolly I'm rolling in with the set boy Leave you holy the homies And leave you wet boy I ain't playing You paying the fucking debt It's nothing to leave you wet Pussy cause I'm a threat boy your face Cause you a clown clown And I'm posting up like a fire hydrant I'm wiser than the three wise men Vital like linesmen Sacred like a talisman Kidnap a 
capitalist tapstick for preaching that dry religion yeah. I'm the light behind a prism, prism. An organism with vision strong enough to break a prison, prison. Murder is treacherous motive to take a witness. witness Take their sin and bank the riches Then make them plank the trenches uh. My vision is calibrated to get you blind Ray. The ruler couldn't even get my mind straight yeah. A ruler to your pupils okay. Will definitely shift your time frame I'm the future, you also thinking it's just a rhyme game My shit, I'm that I'm useless Beautiful and amusing My abuser communion can be intrusive A Soviet unit can make you dissipate like Houdini If they coming from me, I'm going out like Mussolini Leaving teeth bleeding, forget your peace treaty Better get some advice, go talk to Mr. Feeney I'm sicker when I mix liquor to get my fix Quicker spinning a chick's dinner Gripper wig and hit her with big glitter But I ain't dolly, I'm rolling in with the set, boy Leave you holy, the homies, and leave you wet, boy When I ain't playing, you paying the fucking debt There's nothing to leave you wet Pussy, cause I'm a threat, boy But I ain't dolly, I'm rolling in with the set, boy Leave you holy, the homies, and leave you wet, boy I ain't playing, you paying the fucking debt There's nothing to leave you wet Pussy, cause I'm a threat, boy I'm a threat boy Set boy Wet boy When I ain't playing you paying the fucking debt There's nothing to leave you wet Pussy cause I'm a threat boy Set boy Boy, I ain't playing, you paying the fucking debt. It's nothing to leave you wreck. Pussy, cause I'm a boy.